Hey everybody, this is Kevin at Podcast for Me. A podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog, also known as K-Dizzle, K-Drizzle, K-whatever you want it to be. And, um, well, usually I have a co-host. Nowadays it's just hard to try to get together with him because he's on the other side of the fucking world. The world of me country. That's all that really matters, right? And um, he had a twin, so he's busy with that bullshit. And I haven't been able to fucking put these podcasts every week like I wanted to, you know, to, to if you listen to the previous podcasts. And if I remember correctly, it's due to um, me getting my go, huh? But I got a job. And here, I'm a new job. I'm a medical assistant for a cardiologist. How have the mighty have fallen? You know, because like, uh, at first I was an x-ray tech, medical assistant. And I became, you know, an x-ray medical assistant here at Urgent Care in Michigan. Then they just felt it necessary to just let me go. And uh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, I got a new job. Of course I got a new job. And what bothers me about my anger for that other job is, like, I fucking stuck it out. You know, I fucking stayed there for fucking three fucking years. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, it's very stressful. But uh, it was kind of a weird thing. Imagine your uh, wife or girlfriend was just constantly kicking you in the nuts every day. And you try to stick it out, and then instead of you breaking up with her, she broke up with you. So my job quit me before I quit them. Why, you ask? Well, chances are, it's probably because they're dumb. And that sounds stupid, right? Because, like, you know, how dumb is that for the person who got, like, go to call it? It's kind of like if you got broken up, like I said before, it's like, hey, yeah, they, um, it's that bitch's fault, not mine. But in reality, it's not that at all. What it is, is this. Those fucking idiots just kept expanding while we were understaffed. You know, during COVID apocalypse, where everyone was either dying or quitting their job or whatever, you know? And, um, yeah, they with un, with no staffing and millions of people coming in, they just kept making buying places and growing. You know, without the staff, you know, and so like in the end, they lost so much fucking money in one year. They're like, we need to do something drastic or else. So what they decided to do was let a bunch of people go. And I was one of them. It was pretty clever of them. Uh, the boss who let me go, he just decided to, I, I, I don't know. I, in my head, I think to myself, they let me go because of, you know, like, they had to create a list, and they just chose me because I usually speak my mind. But uh, what I'm thinking, I mean, like, what they told me, the jargon they said was like, oh, yeah, we had to reduce the staff, you know, try to dance around the bush, talk in a way where it's really no one's fault. Because it gave me severance pay in the end. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Did they do that because they um, – didn't want me to sue or what bullshit because they're so dumb. It was such a stupid thing to do. They could have just let me go and then just fucking say, you know what, fuck that guy. But they did it. They let me go, gave me your severance pay, and I was on my own. 
And then they uh, just kept firing people afterwards. And uh, I don't know. They uh, People were just dumb over there. And, uh, yeah. But I got mine. That's all that matters. What pisses me off is I could have left at any time and still got a job. Because um, I was able to get a job real quick. You know? And, um, man, if I had known what I know now, I would have left fucking earlier. I could have gotten a new job anytime. And uh, with way better, like, pay and benefits and everything. Like, when you go to my, the job I was in before, it's like, say you start out, you get five days off. And through the whole year. That doesn't mean, like, sick or anything. Like, literally, your vacation's a week. And then as you as you progress in time, you get two weeks. And after many years after that, you can get three weeks. You know, sounds pretty fucked up. But, you know what, I'm used to getting fucked over, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast all the way to episode one, you know, and gathered all the information, my life sucked. So, you know, I'm so used to getting fucked over, it all made sense to me. Anywho, I get this new job at a cardiologist's place, so now I'm a medical assistant for a cardiologist. Now, that doesn't sound really that big but like i mean the moment i got in they gave me like three weeks off not like take three weeks off it's more like uh here's three weeks off try to take them as much as you can and of course they spill over to the next week and i mean the next year and you're gonna go and that's awesome right and then i mean i went for fucking five days to three weeks so eh, maybe i'm misselling that a little maybe i should say five so 40 hours times three you know, that's three working weeks. So there you go. Um, that's crazy. And then, of course, as I stay in the biz, hopefully, if the place that's been around for fucking 30 years doesn't decide to fuck it themselves over, they um, will, you know, I could gather more time as time progresses. Now, naturally, okay, if I'm young and I got this job, I'm like, yeah, that's not a good deal. But they could change those policies later on. They could even, you know, grandfather me in just so I don't bitch or moan. But it is what it is. As it stands, three weeks off immediately as I got that job. And cardiology is much different from urgent care. So in urgent care, you're just like, you know, seeing everything. In cardiology, I think you understand what we're only seeing. Hearts, if you don't understand. But if you're listening to my podcast, you don't have the intelligence to figure out cardiology means heart. I don't know how in the fuck you got to 300 episodes. Thank you, though, or whatever. <laughs> Anywho, the reason I'm making this podcast and the way it is, I think I'm going to do a new thing now, or maybe not. Eh, you know, you know how the high quality of the podcast is. I kind of just kind of go with the flow. And so this podcast, I'll name something like Bitch Session 2023. I told my kid, if you ever want to figure out why I'm so pissed off, I'll put Bitch Session 2023. I'll call it one. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Because this will be the... I've bitched and moaned all throughout this goddamn podcast, the 100 plus episodes or whatever. With or without ever. Whatever. But, um, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm feeling feisty. We're going to call this... Bitch Session 2023, one, and then, like, when I have another one, I'll call it two and three, and so on and so forth. I'm a big Star Trek nerd, but 
I don't want to talk about Star Trek right now. I'm going to focus, laser focus, into the following. My fucking day. It is 5-19-2023, and my fucking day isn't shitty, per se, because it's weird, right? I went from working 12 hours straight, right? No breaks. No reward. The only reward, really, you can do is get out without losing your fucking mind. And I got that going for me. Right? So, I got working over there for fucking three years as urgent care. where Everybody fucking hates your guts. You're getting the job done. People say you're doing a good job. Right? Whatever. No break. No, no, no fucking lunch break. You just work nonstop. It sounds crazy, right? No lunch break. No breaks. But that's fucking real. Yeah, you're right. Out of 365 days a year that you're open, and let's just say the four or five days or three days a week that you work, at 12 hours a pop, plus, let's just say, because it doesn't end just because the fucking clinic closed. You still have to get shit done. But, like, nobody understands that. Or gives a fuck, right? From my point of view. Usually, you don't get that much of a break. But that's just the way it is. And, um, I was willing to ride it out to the end, and, uh, they quit me. As I said earlier. So, what, so from coming from that to this that I'm in right now, I have no fucking reason to bitch about, you know? People threaten to kill me in the other job. I don't think anyone's going to threaten to kill me in this job. And so it's kind of like, what the fuck? What does he have to fucking bitch about? And this is an iceberg situation, right? So what that means is the tip of the iceberg is what I'm angry at at the moment. But in reality, underneath that, under the water where you can't see, there's a bunch of other shit going on. And I'll tell you. I'll number it, I'll number it down for you. You got my whole life. That's in there. Plus, uh, this week of just arguing with my wife. You know, that's that's a thing. And then, um, which, which, I don't know, for whatever reason happened this week. And I'll get into that later. And then this this culminating into the Friday with this one lady, and maybe I should bring that up. Maybe we should tell the tip of the iceberg first and then go backwards from there. That's what I'll do. All right, so tip of the iceberg, meaning the thing that pissed me off today to make me think, oh, yeah, fuck this day, fuck this world, fuck this life, is this. So as a new guy at a car- car- uh, cardiology place, you know, I gotta learn a bunch of shit. And it's true, you know, there's some things I don't know, but with, you know, 13 years experience doing this fucking bullshit job as an urgent care medical assistant, you pick up a lot of skills. It's not like I worked at one spot, I worked at a bunch of spots, you know, and then before that, you know, nutrition, whatever, and also Navy, got that, and as a security guard. So I got all these years of experience bouncing around. You know, in different jobs and such. And I feel, except for the security guard job, I was kind of young. I was like 18, 20. So I was fucking young doing those kind of jobs. But I was young, and I contribute to shit life. Still my fault in the end. Anyway, then go to the Navy. I excelled, obviously, because if you ever looked at my, what they call the DD-214, uh, that's supposed to be the... Um, the end-all, be-all of... Uh, of who you were in the military. It's pretty it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Three NAMs, general general saying admirals I should say, saying you're awesome. But once again, 
if when you're young it looks cool, but in reality is you can fucking I don't know sever the head of the devil and be the best person on earth, and it won't fucking matter. On the DD two fourteen, you literally say you save the fucking world, but nobody fucking cares ever. I mean, like, and when you and you ask yourself, what does that mean? Care? Like, I mean. To validate any bad shit that goes down. So if I say, hey man, I fucking saved the world. Like, you ever watch Star Trek or any fucking thing and somebody saves the fucking world? And it doesn't make sense. Then after the fact that, you know, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like, this guy saved the world. Why are you fucking questioning him? And I always thought that was stupid writing. But in reality, you know, in retrospect, maybe, maybe that is good writing. Because everybody, I don't know. It's fucking stupid, right? Why are you coming at Captain Kirk or if we're going to Indiana Jones? Why are you coming at Indiana Jones in some weird way where, you know, this guy did not save the fucking world or whatever the fuck, you know? But like that really does happen in real life, I guess. Or maybe I'm just stupid. But I'm pretty co confident if I talk to a Navy SEAL who's done a bunch of shit or someone who's a hero, they probably fucked his world up too. And nobody gives a fuck about that one time they were awesome. Mm. By the way, I've been uh, three beers in, so if it sounds like sloshy or doesn't sound like a good pod, fuck you. But no, it's because I'm drinking too. But fuck you. Just saying. Anyways, here we go. So, anyways, got your Navy, got all this shit, and you say these things like, oh, I was a Navy, I was badass. Oh, I was an electrician, I was badass. And I was XXXXX, this, that, whatever. I was a badass. Now, the history of myself is, in the sense of, like, when, when you think about, I guess, ego, right? You're like, oh, man, I did all this shit. Well, should I say something and then have a little bit of gravity to it? Reality. And this took time to figure out. I'm 40 fucking one, hitting 42 suit. None of that matters. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's how you react to the world. Right? They say a thing, you say a thing. You know? that's. Pretty much what the world is. doesn't matter who you are, anything you did. There is no such thing as respect. Someone respects you, kudos. But other than that, you got to navigate this fucking world by talking to people and uh, with zero background. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck about your background. Even if they knew your background, they don't give a fuck. In every single conversation with somebody, even your wife, even your the person you love on earth, anything. Nobody gives a fuck about your background. Now, some people do. They'll be like, oh, I respect the doctor, I respect this, I respect that. And kudos to that person. But nobody really gives a shit about the fucking who you are. Even if they do know who you are, they still don't give a shit. All right. That being said, that was a big preface, you know, 10 minutes in, whatever. Let's go. Iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. So here I am, working at this cardiology office. I have a good brain on me, is what I'm thinking throughout the whole fucking day. Because me and my trainer, you know, believe it or not, you know, urgent care, medical assistant, it's all kind of the same thing with uh, hits or misses, let's just say. And here, this is a pretty sweet job. They give you all these things, everybody there you go to. By the way, I'm the only guy medical assistant there. Just saying. That does play a part. This is a podcast that I created, so I'm not going to fucking bend the rules to say a thing to be PC. I'm not. I'm going to give you the harsh 
truth that I think is true. It doesn't mean it's true. It's how I feel about the life. So if you're listening to this years on end, past 519-2023, know this. This is an eye in the window of time and how I think. This could change as I get older. It could not change. Who fucking knows? Here I am. So, here I am with this lady. She's teaching me how to do these things called clinicals, which is a thing that's called nurse visits in other places. And what that means is a patient can come in, and you do an, a specific thing, like an EKG or whatever. In, in, normal, in normal family practice and urgent care at this time, it was nurse visit was like, hey, I need a blood pressure check. You do the blood pressure check, the person fucking skedaddles on out. You let the doctor know, or whatever. Or I need to, I mean, I was uh, a UTI. They just had to pee in a cup, and then you do the test, and there you are. You're like, oh, he's got a UTI. You let the doctor know, and they do the thing. Either way, all things lead to the same thing. The doctor has to say, this is okay. Then doctor meaning the practice. It could be a PA, meaning a physician assistant, it could be a nurse practitioner. Doctor, whatever, D.O., whatever that fucking means. I still don't know yet. I, I could Google it, but I won't. Anywho, so you got that, right? And they uh, they say, hey, let the, the patient could do this, and then I'm okay with that. So basically, they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a UTI, urinary tract infection, come on, pee, I'll give meds. That person comes in, doesn't have to see the doc, because the doc's already said what he said. It, it's accountable in the chart. A person that goes to see someone in the medical field has this thing called a chart. And that chart is the who you are in regards to medical stuff, right? So in the chart somewhere, hopefully the doc says, yeah, this is good, do this. Or there might be like a standing order or something like that, which means like this is a thing we normally do, right? Yeah. So, in cardiology land, it's very, very, very isolated because there's not many things you can do as a nurse visit or, how do they, what do they call it again? I already forgot. Clinicals. Yeah, it is an isolated thing. So, I mean, we could do EKGs. This is all heart related. So, if I was a urologist, it'd be like, I don't know, piss in a cup, see if you have TI, you know, rule that out, whatever. But in cardiology, you can't you can't be seen for much. So here you are. You come in usually for an EKG or to um, so EKG or blood pressure, something regarding the heart. And there's only that's two things. If there's something else regarding the heart, maybe check your pulse. But either way, it's a nurse visit. It means they scheduled it. The doctor told them to schedule it, or they just decide to do this. And when you go to see them, you do this specific thing, answer what questions you can, and tell them to call back if they have any questions. It's pretty basic. You know, if you had a UTI, the doctor's already said it's okay. Or they came in, you pee in a cup, UTI, unitric infection, you pee in a cup, you do the test, you charged them, of course, and you let the doctor know, and the doctor decides what to do. Either way, all roads lead to Rome. When I say doctor, I mean nurse practitioner, physician assistant. That kind of thing. Or doctor. We call them providers, but what the fuck ever. Anywho, so there okay, so in the in this situation, it's kind of um an easy thing. Just do the thing, answer as many questions as you can, 
and there's this this giant thing that's small, and I'll explain what that is in a second. So, someone comes in for an EKG. I have to see why we're doing this. We can't just do it because it's Tuesday. But if they if if a person wants to just do an EKG, which is like we hook up these things to you. And uh, press a button. It looks at your heart real quick. See how the rhythm is going, really. And um, you could just do that if you want. I mean, like nobody really does that, but that's a thing you could do. You go in there, get your EKG, let the doctor know. Hey, motherfucker, just want to do it just for funsies. We did charge him, by the way. Anyways, the doc goes, "Cool, it looks good." Tell him this, right? Or provider or whatever, and you tell him. Right? But either way, all we are is medical assistants. From my point of view, I could be wrong, but I can Google it. Whatever. Is we do the thing still under whatever the clinic says to do or whatever the doc wants to do. Even if I feel like I need to do it, I still say, hey, doc, can I get this guy's EKG? Doc says, yeah. Then I say, per Dr. Dick Dick, let's do an EKG. Whatever the fuck. Whatever. Anyways, no matter what, that's what it is. It's always the doctor or we're the tools. Right? Even if we have individuality and our own way of thinking, we still have to get a doctor to say something or something. And now there is caveats to all this, you know, nurse practitioner, not nurse practitioner. But yes, nurse practitioner, but like nurses and such, depending on what their standing orders are. Standing orders are just basically a thing in which, you know, like all the docs agree, let's do this, you know. This being blood pressure without talking to them. Whatever. And so all this all is to say, if something goes wrong and the patient dies, you have a paper trail whose fault. So if the doctor says, hey, yeah, you can take a blood pressure, you never have to talk to me. You can put that in, patient dies, and it's because we took a blood pressure and didn't say anything, it comes back to him. And that's funny because the dot started talking. My bad. Anywho, where was I? Oh, yeah, blah, 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 right? So the doc is like, hey, yeah, do this. And in the end, it all comes back to him. Now, if, without standing orders or anything, right, I decided to do an EKG on the dude and he dies or whatever, which is an impossibility. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because the EKG is like an invasive thing. I don't know. Like, but, but, but say the guy fucking dies and I'm the one who just decided to do it out of nowhere. It would be my fault. The doctor is absolved of all the fucking shit and everything. But if there's a standing order or something where the doc said this is okay, it's on him. But other than that, you don't want to be doing things on your own. General rule of thumb to you young and medical assistants out there, and hopefully they abolish this fucking job, you know, in the future. Because this whole fucking system's fucked up. But I'll get into that some other time. Anywho, so I'm doing these things called clinicals, nurse visits. I've explained this. If you don't know what it is, keep rewinding it until you figure it the fuck out, because I explained it. Anywho, all I gotta do, and this is fucking easy, is do what they want. So it's either gonna be a blood pressure or an EKG. This is so fucking easy that they come, they came up with a template, meaning a thing that tells you how to do it, and write it out. So, like, um, if something goes wrong, you charted it right, right? Because you have the template. You know, the template is like a thing that you press, and then it says all the info, and you plug in the data. Now, this is fucking easy. It's an EKG, and that is the end of it. And you're doing an EKG for a reason. You look research the reason. 
And then it'd be like, you yeah, patient took an EKG because X, you know, whatever the fuck, right? And most times you're doing an EKG in the cardiologist's office because they're taking a med and messes with their pulse or something, heart, rhythm, whatever. Or they're, you know, or, or because the doc was like, hey, I'm going to do X. I want you to come back in a couple weeks for an EKG. And then that's why you're doing it. So when you chart it, you go, you follow the template and the very end, you go like, hey, refer to chart, blah. That's why we're doing it. You can even add why you're doing it. So making, so pretty much you're just copying and pasting, whatever. It's pretty fucking easy. Believe it or not, you can still fuck this up. And I'll tell you how you can fuck this up. So give me a second. I'm drinking beer. If you heard that, fuck you. I was drinking beer. All right, cool. So. This is how it works. So we're doing this thing, and we're going through this process. And a lot of I, the thing I hate about doing a new job is you're learning to do the thing you already know how to do, but their way of doing things. Now this is tricky because I wonder if I should talk uh, talk about other things first. But no, no, this is tricky because when you um, have to do an EKG or whatever the fuck, you have to kind of do whatever they want, right? And it doesn't matter if you, Say, say, um, you're you're God and you're training underneath Bob, right? Bob doesn't know everything. God does. So God comes in. He's like, "Hey, let's do an EKG." Bob, being Bob, is like, "No, you got to do it like this," right? God, being the guy who could do everything in every any way, is like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it your way." And that is basically what it is. It doesn't matter if you know a different way, a right way, or whatever. You got to do whatever Bob says, even though you're God. You still have to do whatever Bob says. If you kill the fucking patient by doing whatever Bob says, I mean, I don't know, have a better brain than you have, you know? Like, hey, I don't think uh, stabbing this dude's heart is the way to go about it. But, but but within reason, do whatever the fuck Bob wants. That is the end of it. And, th- and this is a pro tip for if, if you're unlucky and you thought medical assistant, that's what's for me. If you're fucking unlucky to get in that job, ugh. So bad for you. But anyways, if you are, just do whatever the fuck they say. I think you, you could translate that to any other job, right? Say you knew how to hammer a nail in every which way but loose, but Bob says you gotta hammer it this way. You best do what Bob says. And I'll explain why that is. Because if you don't, Bob is training you because Bob is probably someone not important per se, but an Enough to gather enough importance to be able to train. And then at the same time, is able to talk to other people and tell them, you know, hey, this fucking God guy, he's not that good at this shit, you know? And then you got this thing where everybody's thinking God isn't that good at a thing. And then something goes wrong and they go, you know what, God, we got we to gotta let you go because you don't know what you're doing. And how does... um. Not Bob, but Bob Supervisor. Let's call Bob Supervisor Satan. Now that's bad. I'm not, I like my boss, so I'm not. Uh, let's not call Satan. Let's call him Boss. There you go. Boss's name is Boss. All right. So you tell Boss, hey Boss. And Bob says to Boss, "Yo, this guy sucks. God doesn't know what he's doing." Da 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 da. You being God, you do know what you're doing. But you know what the boss has to do is listen. To everybody else. And if God says one thing and everybody else is saying another, you're fucking gone, S.A. 
gone because that's the job, right? I mean, like, you're the leader. Everyone doesn't like it. Who is going to win? Now, of course, naturally, they knew that it's God and all this bullshit. And what I've said earlier is your past means nothing. So the boss, even though hired you and knows who you are and all that good shit, doesn't fucking matter. If everybody around is like, fuck this guy, boom, you're gone. And that is, I could give you an example of how that happened in my life, but eh, fuck it. I'm not going to go there yet. I need to get to this fucking end of the story. I'm not fucking 28 minutes in. I haven't gotten to the tip of the iceberg and there's other shit, whatever. Anyways, so this is what goes down. I'm learning how to do an EKG on a person. Not how, really. It's the process of doing an EKG and a nurse visit. Not overly complicated. There's a little bit here and there. There's a lot of wiggle room. You can fuck it up, but not to the point where someone dies. You know, or anything egregious. So, uh, you're being trained this way. I have questions in how the procedure and how we're doing this. You know, do I do this? Do I do that? And uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm going great with my trainer. You know, this is good. We had a good rhythm. In fact, I, I go on lunch. I'm thinking to myself, God, I'm fucking so smart, right? Because that's how I am. If everything's going good, I think to myself, oh, yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, it's fucking good. And... This is the little thing about me. Usually when I'm talking to you and I don't know you, I let you have whatever you want. Not my ass, but I tell you, like, you say something, I just go with you. You do something, I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right. I have my own thoughts, but I kind of let you just, you know, have your way. And uh, once I start to get to know you and I feel relaxed, then I'll, then, like, if you say, yeah, you know, I've been eating this excrement this whole time, I'll be like, bro. In my head, I'm thinking, we're cool now. So I say, bro, don't eat that shit. That excrement is bad for you. Bad. And then because I, I, I you know, think you're cool, you, you, you'll say that. Now, if I don't know you and I don't feel cool with you, you eat shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Do you want some shit? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, bro. You know, to a reasonable point, I mean, you're going to eat the shit. Go for it. Go do you that. You're like, oh, I'm going to screw, screw this, drill, this drill in my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know, like that. But if I know you and I'm cool with you, I'm like, bro, put a screw in your head, that's a bad idea. Or uh, I know that you like putting knives in patients' hearts, but don't do that. I mean, like, that that's murder, you know? Shit like that, okay? And, and that's my mistake. In that respect, at that point in time, me thinking I'm cool with you is... A problem for me in the sense of like sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. So if I gauge it wrong, like I thought we were cool, I fucked up. So if I thought we were cool and I say, hey man, don't put that drill in your head or hey man, don't stab that patient. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought this is the right way and the only way it's ever been. This is 100% the right way to do it. And then I go, ah, no, nah, man. And like I'm caught at this point in my head thinking we were cool, so I'm going to try to explain, as I do, and that's a wrong thing, and I'll tell you why later. Again, I keep putting things off, but whatever, I go, hey man, yeah, you don't want to drill that dude's head, because he won't be alive anymore, you know, I try to go for simple, he go, no bro, this is how I was taught, and then I go, and like, obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm just trying to get the actual beats down, so you can get the whole rhythm of what's going on, so, they say that, I go this, I go that. I try to explain it, and I'm lost at this point. I was thinking we were cool. 
We had a good rhythm going. We had a good song. You and me, we harmonized. But no, I fucked up. Because I thought I could tell you something. And then, you know, you're not going to take it too well. See, it's not about right and wrong in this world. It's about harmonizing with another person. You know, like, you know, you think you're going to do something. And I think I'm going to, like, correct you. I'm not really going to correct you, you know. But if we're harmonizing, things are good. You know, you say, hey, man, this ain't the way. And then the other person goes, you know what? That is not the way. You know, there's that. But if the person's not willing to receive or harmonize in that way, they go, I'm going to drill the head. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You know, that's me harmonizing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Go drill. Put that drill in that bitch's head. Yo, that's me harmonizing because I'm going with your rhythm. Your rhythm is stupid. Go with it, you know. For, for those out there that don't understand what I'm talking about, if you're training and someone's training you, don't fucking go against them, even if you're fucking right. I mean, and there's caveats, but still, even, I don't know, I, it's, we can debate about life and death at that point. Like, oh, they're about to kill somebody. Okay. Uh, you know? Huh? You stop them, you end up, you can go south real quick. That's how life is. You go south real quick. Anyways, anyways. So, if you disagree with... It depends on what you what your goal is. You know what I mean? Like, honestly. So, this job right here as a medical assistant is quite literally a lower-level bottom feeder. Meaning, that it is this, it's, a, it's a small job. Because, in, in one hand, you have the power to do quite a lot of bad. And a lot of good. You know? For whatever fucking reason, they decided this. They decided, hey, yeah, medical assistants... You could fuck somebody over. That person is dead. Now, naturally, it's all about numbers, right? You ain't going to kill 100 people. Fuck, you could, but you might kill one or two, and then they'll fucking figure out what the fuck you're doing. Meaning, oh, yeah, you need to take this blood pressure med 100 times a day. 100 times a day? Yeah, yeah, go and take it. And they fucking do it until they die, you know? I mean, that's on the table. Now, I'm not saying anyone does that. I'm saying that's on the table. So if you're trained wrong and you tell somebody, hey, blah, blah, blah. See, the thing about the medical assistant, believe it or not, is this. You aren't telling people what to do. The doctor is. So, and, and that's tricky too, right? You can say, hey, yeah, the doctor said take 100 of these pills. You know, it can be wrong. And that just sucks. There's no way to fish that out. As as a doctor, you could do that, too. You'd be like, yeah, 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 take a hundred of these pills. Yeah, go for it. And then they fucking do it and they die. Henceforth, if you want an example, the fucking 2000s with the MS Cotton. They were fucking telling them it wasn't addicting. They didn't know. They were telling people, you know, it's not addicting. And then people got addicted to drugs, you know. Who would have thought the morphine would be addicting? Who would have thought? <laughs> Anyways... All right, so I've noticed this in life that, you know, men are one thing and women are another. And um, the ego is a big thing. With that being said, here we go. So here we are having a good time. Things are good, you know, questioning, answering, whatever. I thought we were doing good. And so the medical assistant tells his patient how to take a medication. And my thoughts are, I mean, you could say what to do. That doesn't necessarily mean you're supposed to. As a medical assistant, you could say, you know, per this doc, per this. 
what I've seen in my time. You can do all these little caveats, but you can never really tell them, hey, yeah, take, even if you're right, ibuprofen, 800 milligrams, three times a day. As of now, that's legit. And you could be right. And one plus one is two. Boom. You can say all this shit. But you're not supposed to unless you say, you know, per this doctor, per this, per that. Meaning, I, it's not just me. It's something else. Because you have no real authority. You're really just a tool for the doc. And that tool can go wrong. So if I say, you know, take ibuprofen, I fuck up. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take uh, a million... Uh, pills you know you, you take it you die and i fucked up right and if i chart it a certain way you know i can make, be all right but whatever that's just the way it is people uh there's people in places of power that they don't even know like like burger king and i mean they could put fucking cyanide in your burger and you eat it and you die you know that doesn't necessarily mean all oh, the fucking fast food workers are bad it's just that they can do that you know and of course they're gonna get caught but that's not the point the point is this. Medical assistant has to do what the fuck they have to do. Burger King guy has to do what he has to do. You can't overstep. You can't just be Burger King guy and just flip a burger and say, you know what, this would be better if I added cyanide. You know, you can't, like, make a burger and say, hey, you know what, this would be better on the floor. And then cook. You can't do that. It has to be on the realm of reason. And if you're going to deviate from that reason, you have to say, hey, per this guy. You know, you could be wrong, but still, you can say, per... Uh, Burger King guy, this is what you do. And so they're like, hey, Burger King guy, did you tell him to do that? They'll say, fuck no, and there you go. Okay. So anyways, so here we are. We're with the patient. We do an EKG, and he has a stupid prescription. Now, the doc does make mistakes, right? And you can't fight stupid. So there's a lot of things here. So they tell this guy he has to take a certain bed, if his pulse is a certain amount, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into details, but oh, he takes his bed, and you have to take it whenever, whenever they go, they say out of pocket, but whatever. You take med, and uh, if you feel at like, let's say your pulse is a hundred, take this med, right? Cool, right? And then it should go down, right? But that's the instructions you're given, and so you take this pill. And so your pulse, because you went to the heart doctor, right, it keeps going up, or whatever, the machine is wrong, right? Machine that this guy gauged his pulse, or fucking he's crazy, he thinks his pulse is X, right? He takes his own pulse, right? Whatever, right? It's written, take this thing when your pulse is X. It doesn't give you a limit. So you're taking a thing that brings your pulse down, and... I mean, if your pulse is zero, what do you think? You think this fucking pill that brings your pulse down stops because it just knows not to bring your pulse down at a certain level? No. You're fucking dead, you know? You keep taking a fucking pill, you're fucking dead, you know? It brings it down, and vice versa. Say you're taking a pill to make it go up. Regardless, if you're given the instruction, hey, take this pill if your pulse is X, whenever. No limitations on this shit. You know, it's written. So it's the doctor's fault that this fucks up. But, you know, like like I said, none of this shit really matters because no one really fucks it up at this. But the things you're doing is written as if there is that one in a million that will do that. But, got it, all right? So this fucking guy, 
he's got whatever his heart is what they say arrhythmic or um he doesn't have a normal sinus rhythm he has an abnormal sinus rhythm AFib? Eh, whatever his heart isn't beating right so whenever he puts pulse socks on it, or a thing that measures his pulse it could be wrong because his heart's out of rhythm it's trying to read the rhythm of his heart and it doesn't do it because his fucking heart doesn't read right so given the instruction take x when your shit is this bucket say that the machine said 100 all the time and he's supposed to take that shit when it's 100 say that machine's broken but by the fucking thing that he has yeah, the only thing that could stop any of this fucking thing is a dummy-proof solution. You say, take X when your pulse is 100, do not exceed, or don't take more than two, three pills a day, one pill a day, whatever. Set a, set, set a limit. So dumb fuck doesn't go, hey, shit's 100, even though he's great. Takes the pill. Oh, it's still 100. Takes a pill. Ah, shit, man, it's been a whole three seconds. I'll take another Fucking guy dies, right? Once again, I like to throw this caveat as many times as I can. I know I'm 41 minutes into this thing. I had to get you to this pit place, but check it. If you take... <laughs> Not many people are going to do this, you know? But there are people out there that will fucking baffle your mind. You're like, why the fuck would you do that, you know? That's so stupid. It's common sense. But common sense isn't a real thing. Because there's people out there that defy that. Got it? So anyways, this guy has a stupid written prescription, you know? And of course, in the weird in the world of, you know, 2023, you can just Google it. But that gets fucking weird because it doesn't have context, you know? Google, at this point in time, the informational age, the internet doesn't have real context. It just has all the information. And sometimes you got shenanigans, right? Google curates the data. Right? Says, hey, yeah, we'll just do it this. So that's why, you know, Bob is more cooler than Steve. Or, you know, like that's why God is bad, but not devil. Or whatever the fuck, right? Because the internet lacks context. And the, the reason why is because, you know, I mean, or the algorithm or whatever. Whoever, whoever has an agenda, they're like, Google, I only want you to say good things and what they think is good, you know. So right now, that's where we're at. We haven't figured out that the internet needs kind of a context here, you know, to what you're doing. Maybe too much information's bad, you know, for you at this point in time. Maybe one day when we've ascended and we don't have, have what, what Jesus has been trying to do or whoever invented Jesus or whatever, you know, the, the wisdom is this, just understand shit, you know, everything, understanding, understand. Right? You're supposed to understand. It, the wisdom is this. If you understand a fucking thing and remove emotion, you're good. Right? I, that's what I think. I could be wrong, but whatever. Anyway, so this fucking guy, he takes a bunch of pills. He doesn't know why. He, he doesn't have any instruction because he doesn't know more. And us as MAs, we've been doing this. This lady, she's been doing this three years. I've been doing it 13, but whatever. Three years at this place. She with all her experience. Mind you, this doesn't fucking matter in real time. It just doesn't. I mean, I could have one day experience. She can have free. In fact, the, the ideal, and I thought of this today, experience means nothing. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Really? Experience means something in the sense of 
uh, if you had to need a reason why you do a good job, you could point to experience. But experience doesn't equal you'll do a good job. So it's one or the other, right? So it just doesn't matter. Someone could be doing something 100 years stupid, and someone could be doing something one day smart. doesn't matter. But if they did something good, you could point to experience and say that's the thing. It's kind of like... Um, no, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna go there. Let's just let's just move forward. Because <laughs> I'm getting drunker and I have to piss. So here we go. Mm. Got it. So you got um this dude taking pills. He doesn't fucking know, and we have to tell him, hey man, don't take these pills like that. You know, I know it doesn't tell you whenever, but just I'll take two more than two. You know, or three, whatever the fuck. The answer really was two, but. That's beside the point. The answer is, per the doctor, per the nurse practitioner, per the provider, any anyone in power, really, you can only take about X. You know, and like, literally, this is another thing. You know your docs, you know your providers, they'll back you up for whatever you say, right? Because they know you. You could say, take X, right? Whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as he knows not to take too many pills or too little pills or whatever the fuck. All the directions. Done. Guy goes, he dies. Now, here's the important part. So he's dead or alive, doesn't matter. If someone were to review the chart, they look at the chart and they see what you said. Now, this is important. The chart, the who he is, represents a telling of what went down. So, I mean, oddly enough, if you kill this guy by telling him, take 100 pills, and you write in the chart, I said to take one pill, you'd be okay. To an extent. And then they'll probably come up with new rules or whatever. But anyways, you have to re you have to record it in this. I, I would recommend you take the chart and you say, hey, yeah, uh, per X, per this guy, per the doc, provider, I explained to him this, he verbalized understanding, or whatever the fuck. I told him a thing because... Another doctor told me, uh, or, you know, per someone who's important, not per another MA. Now, check this out. You can also do this. Per standing order, get this. That was already reviewed by all the docs or a protocol or whatever you want. Either way, a doctor's related into this situation, into the thing, okay? And you tell the doc, whatever. Now, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You've got the backing of the doc. Yeah, and, like, in a court of law... You know, the doc's going to back you up. Yeah, yeah, I told him to do that or whatever. You know, I mean, like, if you're, you know, cool with your doc or whatever the fuck, right? That's that's also good, right? But you don't want to leave it to chance, right? Why why, why even chance it? You would say, per Bob. The doctor sees thousands of people. He ain't going to know. But still, I mean, if you wanted to do everything by the book, you ask a doc, a provider, hey, I want to tell the patient this. You can even say it's your idea. I want to tell this. The doc says, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, cool, do it. Boom, you write it in the chart. You didn't even have to do this. I mean, you could have just said per blah. But in the chart, it is whatever happened, that's what happened, right? So this is where I got into it with this, this fucking lady, right? She's telling me, she, we're talking all right, so I charted, hey, yeah, we had this whole conversation. This dude's taking, like, all these pills, and he says he thinks it's five pills of this stuff, and he's only supposed to take two a day, if anything, max, 
whatever. And he goes, yeah, it took five, but by the way, we didn't even bother to count. And this went beyond this fucking lady, you know. This is my honest god truth. I, I, you know, I came up with some ideas after the fact, but regardless, homeboy doesn't really know. He just saying, I'm just taking pills. This fucking guy, as far as I know, is gonna die. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, what am I saying? That guy's not gonna die. But here, him saying, "Oh yeah, I took this blood pressure med a bunch of times." Blah, 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 blah. You know, he doesn't fucking know. We're just taking him at his word. I could count how many pills he was prescribed and go from there, you know? So if he was prescribed something five days ago and he has one pill left out of 30, you know, unless he dropped the bunch, he took 29 pills. Let's call it ER. That's beside the point. We did an EKG. Obviously, he's fucking good, right? But we don't know. We don't. We don't ultimately know he didn't take those pills just now and just lie to us. We don't fucking know anything. All we know is what he said to us. So I have to say, per this guy, he said this. So in a court of law, we'll look at it and say, hey, the fucking guy said it. The MA didn't just come up with this shit, right? I then tell guy, hey, you ain't supposed to do this. You're supposed to take this, you know? He dies like, hey, he the fucking MA told him to do that? It's fucking stupid. No. If I go per doctor, blah, 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 he said take this. Well, and court of law, oh, you know, let's say this is all done. He's dead. You look at it. Patient said X. He was lying or not. Uh, uh, the MA said per the doctor, he said this, 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 like to take this amount or whatever, right? So it's on him. Either way, you're out of it, right? Because you are doing what Doc wanted. Now, here, here's the tricky part. See, like, I mean, since I came to uh, Michigan, from San Diego, you write as if that was a thing, a legal binding document. But here in Michigan, most of the medical assistants are women, and that, by default, and this is my own opinion, doesn't make it true, it's, I don't know, it's a very backwards fucking place that's growing, let's just say progressively. You got men telling women what to do, how to be, fast forward the track, they become a medical assistant, have a place of power, they think, oh yeah, I tell people this shit, but they don't. Now, if they were to think about it and give them, uh, like, you talk to them, hey, look, you're not doing everything, just you, you're doing it with the doc. Even if you know a bunch of shit, you know, ego aside, you're still doing shit under the doctors, whatever, right? And that, that's here in Michigan. There's like a, like an ego inside a lot of these women. Guys aren't so much like this. They kind of understand. In my opinion, as I experienced in Michigan, most dudes understand they're doing shit under a doctor. Most of the chicks take it and ride with it, like as if they're telling them. So when I tell someone, hey, take X, I say, hey, per blah, blah, Dr. Blah, blah, he said, take this. Most chicks, they kind of just say, take this, and that's the end of it, as if it came from that. But it really it really doesn't, even though if it did. Even if they're right, doesn't really, because it comes from a doctor. And then you're just relaying the message. That's why I always phrase it. Ego aside, you really are doing and saying things for the doctor. You're the doctor's advocate. So they need to know that, hey, it's not me, it's the doc. Even though it is you. Even if the doc fucking forgot. Doesn't fucking matter. So, and this happens, by the way. Just saying, a lot of doctors, they got so much fucking bullshit on their table. 
that they, they fuck up, man. They do. They do. I mean, they're human. They're human, too. You know, and sometimes, and, and and that's why the medical field has a lot of redundancy, meaning there's a lot of people doing the same fucking thing. And this is a good thing because people make mistakes, you know, and somebody catches it. But anyways, the best thing to do is know your role. Like if uh, you're a, if you are a medical assistant, you do this. If you're a doctor, you do that, right? Anyways, so she wanted to work, before we, I, I charted a certain way, hey, yeah, patient came in for this because of that, meaning they came in for an EKG because it says so in their plan back in the day, so like if, if Dr. Som said, hey, look, come back in two weeks, we'll do an EKG. That's why we're doing it, right? So I put, hey, we're doing this because the doc said so, that's legit. Then I go, and then he has this conversation between me and him about, oh, taking meds. And the, the medication was written wrong, I would say. I would say that, right? There is no maximum how many pills to take. I mean, he could Google it. But usually when you write a prescription, if you say take twice a day, there's no wiggle room. You says take twice a day, right? That's it. You could take them all at once and be wrong, but whatever the fuck, it still take twice a day. Whatever. So this, this thing is generated in a way where he could take as many pills as he want in a given day. That's bad, especially with blood pressure. It can go to zero. You could die. Right? Or get to a point where he don't come back. Anyways. So you got that, right? So you write, hey, came in for that. He did this, and we did the EKG. He says this spiel, and then you, you educate him and say, hey, don't take more than two in a day. Right? Although it's right what you said, you still have to say per block, per provider. Usually, the provider there, really. So it's on them. But, I mean, say, say you... You and the doc, you have a special, mm, you know, you know each other. Yeah, per blah. And he'll back you up, you know, as long as he doesn't die or maybe who knows. But as I chart it, you know, per blah, you know, you're good. Um, and this is where it happened. The iceberg, tip of the iceberg. It took fucking 20, 30 minutes, an hour to get to the tip of the iceberg, huh? Uh, I go, hey, you know, she says... She's going to write it like this. I told him to do this, and that is it. And I go, well, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree. But we have to still say, and I'm saying this from my experience, we have to still have to say something like a doctor told us to say that. Even if they didn't, we still have to say, and I'm trying to be on the down low with her too, you know? Low key, I thought we were connecting. You know, we had a good rhythm. So I go, hey, yeah, I know, I know, I know you're telling them, and you're right, you know? I mean, if I Google it, I'm right. I mean, we ask a doc, we're right. We still in the chart have to chart in a way where if someone's just, you know, from nothing reads this, they know, you know, it's 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 because the doctor wants him to take it at this level or whatever. But she goes, no. And now at this point, we're talking and I'm going to dissect this in a second. But like she wants to say it in that way. And I not understanding it. Right. Because I thought we were cool. I was like, no, 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 no. You can't you can't say that you're saying that. I mean, I know you're saying it, but you have to say per this instruction, per that, per that. You have to say something that led you to that because you can't just say that. Because this whole time we were charting, we're charting in a way if no one's reading it, they're reviewing the chart. This is the way it is. She said it several fucking times in this way, but I I'm not gonna go back backwards. She should know this, but she doesn't. She doesn't know this because she's young. Female. <laughs> no, but she's young, inexperienced in comparison to me, but 
we're not going to go there. She she can't understand the question. She's not in therapy like everyone should be. Let's just say she should know the answer. So if someone told her one plus one is two, as she's saying three, she should then know that it's two after the fact, right? If someone says it so simply. Why? All right. She disagrees. This goes back and forth because I say one thing, she says another. And no matter how you phrase it, in any which way, as long as she understands that one plus one is three, doesn't fucking matter. And this is a learning experience for me, and it's something I should have learned, and I always forget. I'm human, but I always forget. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong, right? Even even if in the end, it's like, if I stab you in the fucking head, you're dead, right or wrong. Yeah, you know, I know there's absolute truths. I get that. But like when you're talking to other people, even if you have experienced truth, whatever the fuck, you have to get with their rhythm. And if you can't explain to them what one plus one is two is in a way that they understand it, meaning there's tone, there's visual, your body, body, uh, body language. You can't just say I love you and smack someone in the face. Right. That's your body language. Right? And also an action. Right. So you can't just you can't just do things, right? You have to say something in a way where they understand it perfectly, right? The way you want it to, to say. Then if you don't have that skill and knowledge, your ego's a little bit bigger than it should be. You're, you need to reduce your ego. And this is something I've learned for myself. I shouldn't have said anything because I didn't have the mental capacity to explain to her Hey, you can't say you told this dude how to take his meds because you are not an authority. You are under this. Now, and then she goes, she says, oh, yeah, I'm doing this per protocol. She says this with more of a you're an idiot kind of feel. But this is just me injecting how I felt about the situation. And I'm pretty sure if anyone told you something like laughing in your face and <laughs> saying you're wrong, you know, I mean, like, you take it how it is. But from my point of view, I felt that it was a little bit, uh, you know. Anyway, she says, do this. All right, we're going back and forth. And I slowly, it, sleep, it, it, it slowly creeps into my fucking mind that, uh-oh, I am not equipped to explain what I mean. And now I'm in a situation where I'm antagonistic. Also... I have emotions, too, and I have feelings. So, I mean, like, me being not the perfect human, I'm going to be like, hey, it's like this. Like, if I'm saying one plus one is two and you're saying three, I'm going to come at you in different ways. And I shouldn't because something simplistic you didn't see and you're going you're gonna to be told by someone else who just got there, you know, it's not going to work out. So I should shut the fuck up. I really – that's what pissed me off. That's the tip of the iceberg. I – I literally got pissed at myself for fucking being caught in this. This is what we call a stupid moment. Because she's misunderstanding me. I'm misunderstanding. I'm not under, I'm not capable of explaining. That's not about understanding. I'm not capable of explaining to her what I want to say. So, because in the end, when she charted it after our conversation, she charted it. As, and she could have probably meant to do this from the beginning, but she did chart it as, um, per the, per the prescription, this is how you take it, right? In the, in the chart, you know, so she, in the story, say, goes, uh, the guy dies or whatever, it's, 
per the prescription, do X, you know? And the thing is, who who made the prescription? It was him. Even if I prescribed it, it's still under the doctor, blah. So you're, you're covered there. And um, we just get, oh, God, dude, I, 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 as I think about it, I'm like, fuck, I should have shut my mouth. And the problem here, there, is this. My ego comes into play, and I'm like, oh, I just won't ask questions. But her ego is, I'm a good trainer. In her own head, for my perception, it's, I'm a good trainer. Everyone else before you did what I said. And this is really what it was. It was just do what I say. I don't really know. I just want you to do what I say. And I should have took it as, I'll do what you say. But I'm fucking pissed, all right? I, the iceberg, I'm at the tip. There's more shit involved, but I'm at the tip. So I'm like, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with this way of thinking. I was fed up. I was like, hey, look. You know, like... It's like this. You can't be telling people what to do because you're not the doctor. You're just the medical assistant under the doctor. You're assisting. Basically, you're telling them what the doc is telling you, even though if you're not, not there. You, you get the jargon, right? She takes this shit. She gets up and walks the fuck out, right? And, like, smiles. is like, you don't know what you're talking about. Walks out. You know? Comes back to the phone, right? And then I go... I then say, hey, uh, I'm sorry, angered you. She goes, what did she say? She goes, yeah, I wasn't angry. I mean, like, what the fuck do you call getting up and walking the fuck out in the middle of, like, a talk, you know? Like, what, she have to do fart? Yeah, get up, take shit on the floor? You know, what the fuck? You know, she was pissed, obviously. Fucking body language is everything. I mean, you know what? I could be that 0.1% wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. And if you're hearing this story, you know where, you, come on, yeah, you know. And if you don't, you're an idiot. Anyways, you're that 0.1%. <laughs> Anyways, so she does that, right? We go back and forth. And um, there we are. doesn't matter. In the end, it's done, right? But we're stuck in this situation because I, we have to finish this chart, right? We can't just, like... You know, oh, yeah, agree to disagree and move forward. I don't want her to put in the chart, hey, we just told this guy some shit that we just came out of our mind. What happens if there's a lot of what ifs? But, I mean, we can't just be saying this is what we said. We, I've already established. If you think I'm uh, wrong, uh, you know, email at me. Podcastforme at gmail.com. You know, come at me. I will fucking discuss this with you. And if I am wrong, I will back the fuck down. I don't know if I think if you've listened to this podcast, you know, there's a 300 of them, right? If I haven't demonstrated out of 300 episodes and fucking more than three years, five years or whatever, how long I've been doing this, if I haven't demonstrated that I do that, then I I don't know what the fuck is wrong, you know? I get I get that like you know maybe the first hundred episodes, but I mean like three hundred fucking episodes. Come on, you gotta fucking that's hours too. We're talking hours upon hours. You know my my podcast is like if I try hard is an hour. If not, it goes three plus. You know those hours and hours of me talking and t- <laughs> and like saying things and like if I'm asked a thing or if I'm proved wrong, I usually back down if it makes sense. But if I don't back down, I mean, like, I, I still don't, you know. But it, anyways, I'm sorry, sure. We talk. If she had pointed out something good, I would have backed down. But problem in this fucking world is this. 
doesn't fucking matter, dude. It just doesn't. If a if the world perceives you as wrong and you are right, you're wrong. You know, nature, reality, all that bullshit. If you go into my other podcast, I talk about the nature, reality, everything like that. You know, she, she's pissed off. She goes off, and I'm stuck in this situation. So what I do is do something that I know I can get away with, and I'm cool with it. I write, you know, per blah for this, for that, you know, and, um, you know, patient states understanding. Even if he didn't understand, if I say patient states understanding, we can argue that shit to the nth degree. But if I just say, I told him this, he walked off, you know, open. But if I say states understanding, we're good, you know, for the most part. I mean, we could argue, but at least I did my part, you know. You can't win just because you said I win, you know. You do what you can to the highest level, you know, you know. I know what I did, you know. And my problem was, I thought we were cool with each other, so I try to explain, you know, hey, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, from my point of view, you can't, you know, this is this. I mean, we could Google or go online to see why the, what the fuck is the purpose of an MA, or can an MA tell anybody what to do just with their own power? No, you have to tell whatever the fucking doctor is. Anyway, so she goes off and she talks to the manager and whatever. And I'm fucking pissed ever. I fucking close the chart out and leave. And I am fucking pissed. The reason why is this whole interaction. This fucking bitch talks about, like, talking behind my back. See, the problem is, I've seen things like this go south. In the sense of, like, the one guy could be right, but everyone could be wrong. But if enough people in that... in like I said, I already used the world, but I was working at this one company as an electrician. One guy knew what he was doing. Everyone really didn't know what they were doing. And like he, you know, and I like the, the thing is he thought truth mattered. It doesn't. He's like, hey, you gotta do it like this. Every fucking swinging dick out there was like, no, you're wrong because of this. He was fucking right. Because even though, you know, he says a thing and they don't. I mean, you could prove it, right, for what he's saying. But the problem is someone else can prove it a different way, you know, and do exactly what he said, but say, see, he was wrong. <laughs> because that's really how it works, you know. It's the perception of reality. I could go one plus one is two. You could say one plus one is three. I could argue back and forth, and at the end you could say fire him, right, he's gone. And then you could say one plus one is two. See, this guy's an asshole. Everyone's agreeing. But that's not how it went down. Nobody gives a fuck. And that's the way it is. I mean, if you don't understand that shit, I broke it down as small as I can. So fuck you. Anyways, it's like I'm angry about nobody. I'm the only one who listens to these goddamn podcasts. But if my kid does one day, he can get a kind of a figure how I am. You know? uh, maybe they create an AI program that kind of simulates how my brain thinks. Fucking hopefully I'm not living in some kind of simulation. Anyway, fuck, goddammit. Oh, let's get back to it. So she does that. I'm pissed off, right? And here's the iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. That's why I'm pissed. Tip of the iceberg. Meaning, at the above water, this is, you know, the reason. You know, like, ah! But what caused this iceberg in below? So, tip of the iceberg. Now, what brought me to this? Hour into this goddamn podcast. How did I fucking get here? Well, throughout the whole week, I, and like my caveats earlier were this, you know, I went from shit job to good job, and here I am. 
And I was like, you know, what the fuck? Uh, you know, eh. that's like, it's funny because I'm just doing gibberish right now. It's, uh, I'm pretty drunk. Am I? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see once I start walking uh, around and shit. See if I fall. But anyways, tip of the iceberg means at the very tip, angry. Got it. But what brought me to that is because, like, I've been, you know, me and my wife have been roughing it out. Meaning, and we just bat button heads. Right? Now, this is at the tip. This is underneath. We're button heads, and I'm trying to talk in a way where I'm trying to... Because when you're talking to some person out in the streets, it doesn't really matter too much because you're not living with them. And then this grows as more of the person you're talking to. So if you're talking to somebody at work, this person matters in a way because it's a it's it's somewhere if you're not home or out about, this is where you're at forty hours in a week. You know, it's part of your life, you know. Shit, you may even dream about it. Yeah, so that, that's a thing. And um yeah, so so you got that going on. So there's more so, guy on the street, there's that's the thing, you know, but it doesn't really matter as much as, say, work, and you take that back even further home, because that's another part of your life you spent, right? Even on your day, I mean, 40 hours, you know, is not a lot part of the week. I, I do the math, but that I'm, that's stupid. You spend most of your time with your significant other, or children, or family, or whatever. Alright, so me and my wife butt heads, so I'm fucking... Now I got to 41, I was trying to explain to her in a way where I was like, you know, we kept, uh, we kept, like, she would say something, and then I would say something, and we just attack each other. And the thing is, like, it's my wife, so I, you know, you, you think I was cool with that one person, I think I'm cool with my wife, right? And for the most part, we are. And this whole time, I'm thinking something's going on with her, because she, she started a new job, too. And so we're just constantly butting heads, you know? Like, I say something, I'm like, is there something up? And this is something she doesn't like. I always forget this because it's my wife, you know. I'm a person who, um, it's like a survival kind of thing, right? I have to manage. No, no, that's not the right thing. I have to, I have to look around and see if, like, everything's okay, right? People-wise. You know, that's what survivors do. They kind of look around their, their their areas, you know. They survive because they looked around and they're like, "Hey, yeah, 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 don't do that. Watch out for the fire. Watch out for that. Bob, he's gonna get you behind your back." That kind of thing. Right? So um, you got this whole uh, wife situation, right? And like she's angry and then you, 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 very complex. It's like chess. She's I. From the information given to me by looking at her, you know, feelings, you know, past experience, knowledge of what's going on right now, all these variables and things equate. I think there's something wrong in the sense of she's angry. She's probably stressed. She's probably work. Probably something else. I don't know. The only way for me to know is to ask. Problem is she doesn't like when you ask her how she's feeling. I get it, you know. When you're mad and somebody asks you how you're mad. I've been there. I'm like, fuck you. Why are you asking me? I don't want to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. So, 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 so we kept button heads because I, 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 obviously there's something wrong. It's probably stress, work, cleaning, things like that. You know, day-to-day stressors. And I ask, and we just keep button heads. And I got to a point where I thought, I, uh, hmm, 
I'm like, yeah, I can figure this out. It's ego. You know, you think you can figure it out. So you talk, and you talk a certain way, talk a certain way, this way, this way, that way. That was just fed up. So the iceberg is this, you know, up to this point, let's just say. You know, I butt heads with my wife. Then tip of the iceberg was that, right? One step deeper. Below the whole wife bullshit is just life, you know, growing up, as I did. You know, you got your dad who's doing fucking pounds of meth, banging away some hooker, you know. Not a hooker. Some other meth addict, you know, who doesn't have teeth either. They both don't have teeth, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's what meth does. You scratch yourself a bunch, yeah, yeah, lose your teeth. <laughs> I wonder why. I, I could Google it, but I don't give a shit. You know, get your old past going, you know. And with that, with the meth addict, you know, life, you know, yeah, you, you got your dad doing things, and then he puts you in situations where you shouldn't be in, you know. Other people, they're involved. And, you know, bad shit happens to you as a child, right? And then you just grow up with that, you know? And that's a bunch of baggage, you know? I've been in therapy, and I've, you know, uh, talked to, you know, uh, I, I've taken meds, you know? I'm a different person than I was, you know, years ago. But, I mean, it's still a work in progress. And you like to think that you've fucking gotten somewhere, but reality, you don't. You know, this is who you are. You know, just try to grow. Always be a white belt. <laughs> Meaning, always try to learn shit, you know. But here I am, you know. I don't even know where I'm trying to get at. But, you know, tip of the iceberg, at the very end of it, I'm like, fuck, I'm pissed off at this fucking lady who did this. My thoughts on men and women are like women. You know, they want to nurture, you know, communicate in a way. I also think negatively they want to manipulate reality. Meaning, they're like, oh yeah, that I did this, this, and this. Clearly, they didn't. You know, this is just my thoughts and observation. Doesn't mean I'm right, but I feel like they're constantly trying to create a reality that didn't exist. For the most part, I'm not saying like every 100%, but you know, generally, let's just say. And if you're listening to this podcast, you should fucking understand. I'm talking about general terms, not 100% everything. You know, and so you got guys. We got hey do this, this, and this, pretty pretty orderly, let's just say, but lacking emotion and empathy as much as women, you know? And, and what's the bad thing about us is, like, I would say, <laughs> we do most of the bad. <laughs> like, when I say that, I'd be like, hey, war, yeah, it's us, you know? <laughs> it's us dudes, right? That's guys, man. I mean, I know that there's, you know, caveats to that, but most times it is dudes who's being abusive. It's usually guys, if it's physical and mental, maybe, you know? I mean, women can be mentally abusive. For the most part, dudes are fucked up. You know, for for, for that, you know. For the, but other than that, you know, we invent shit. You know, we made tampons, you know. <laughs> like, we don't have vaginas, you know. Chances are we made tampons for a fucking devious thing, you know. I'm tired of hearing her whine about bleeding all the time. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying shit. Hopefully... This doesn't get me fired one day or whatever. But this is the truth of who I am. As I am deep into... What the fuck size is this? Uh, 22 ounces? Uh, 30 ounces? Four of these. I, I've been drinking a lot of beer, so I don't know. I'm uh, pretty fucking wasted. Who knows? Anywho. Mm. Blood Light's so weak. Bitch-ass Blood Light. Anywho. Yeah, dudes, they do things and progress, you know, stuff. 
they need women too, you know, they're the ones who uh, give life, you know, women with that ability of giving life also want to change reality, I don't blame them, man. I gave life, doesn't it make sense for me to create whatever fucking scenario in life to do? I don't know. Maybe I watch too many science fiction movies. But if this is too beyond you, you're not willing to ride this ride after a hundred, well, an hour and 15 minutes, then what the fuck? Why were you listening to begin with? But that is the iceberg of me, you know? It's quite the journey, you know? And that's why I have to kill myself. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Well, you got the beginning, right, with the whole shitting. I lived in the streets, and that sucked. You know, and I used to eat out of a trash can because there was no food, you know. My dad would just, like, you know, money on meth versus food. I mean, hey, you know, sometimes you forget these little things like that. Children need to eat. You know, what's funny is when you talk to them about it, motherfucker does, pleads the fifth, doesn't remember any of it. But, you know, I... You know, it's funny, too, because you could be right. Yeah, I mean, you can't just do... And the meth is just an easier drug to say. I mean, because, yeah, it was a lot of meth. It's just easier to say. But there was weed and cocaine and all other shits. Whatever you could pump into yourself, you know? That's, that's the kind of drugs he did. But meth was like the, the staple. Crystal meth. You know? Crack. Because um, he was... We were poor, so that's how it worked out. Um, yeah, he was just doing a bunch of drugs, though. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, boo fucking who. Yeah, you know what? Hey, you know, it made me stronger. I could take a beating from an adult man. So I don't know. What is that? I'm five getting shit kicked out of me by a what, 30-year-old or whatever. That I would then think that would translate to here I'm 41. So if a seven – no, that doesn't make sense, right? If a seven-year-old beats me up, it's a seven-year-old. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make some kind of equivalent. You know how they say like an ant has eight times its strength. So if it was our size, it would be able to you know lift eight times its strength. So it'd be real strong. So I, I would figure that you know because at five I was able to take the beating of a fucking thirty year old because he didn't have any ideal of you know um, he was out of power and so to gain his power back he had to destroy what's beneath him and that i mean like if you guys are like abusing someone or i don't know i don't know like taking it out on somebody it's 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 really it breaks down to control because like whatever happened in your past is all about trying to regain that control you see kids do it all the time they're just like hey yeah do this do that or because they don't have any control over their lives because they're kids right and what happens is when you grow up, you don't remember, you don't understand that kind of shit. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. For the most part, as I observe people, because I deal with people all the time, it's more of a, a lack of control. And that's the things that they do. They go, you know, like they're, they're trying to tell people what to do. They try to like tell you what to do. No, that's the same thing twice. It's just because they didn't have any control. And women especially make sense that they would do that because – they're physically not as strong, you know, in general as men. So most of their life, people have been just, you know, treating them bad, you know, or for the most part. If, you, if you're like a controlling, vindictive woman, you know, like you're like, I got to tell everybody what to do. I am going to fuck everybody. I'm going to do this, this, and that. That's just like trying to recapture the power you never had, you know. And the reality is you have no power. No one has power. No one has control. And maybe at a time you think, oh, yeah, if I if I just, like, fuck everyone in the sun, this is the power because I'm doing that. But you're not, really, because 
you are doing something that was done to you. Someone took your power, and now you want to just take it back. Uh, and uh, I know I got deep and philosophical about that, but really, the that's ABC's me, baby. That's what I do in these podcasts. I just try to, you know, you know, throw it out there, say things. Yeah, it, yeah. And so here I am at the iceberg. Yeah, I'm try. I try to distill my my what is it called the fucking uh, what's that thing with the uh, philosophical philosophy. My wisdom, if I have any, out there. So it makes context of what I'm doing now. What I'm saying, like, tip of the iceberg, this fucking lady didn't know the answer to the question I asked, took it out on me, walked the fuck out, and I got mad because I caught, got caught in this hole where I was just like, you know, man, if only, if only. But I, there's no such thing as if only. That doesn't exist. All exists as of now, you know, with the power that we have, if we have any, is we can only move forward, right? So you can't just, like, if only. That's not a fucking thing. I mean, maybe for the future, if only I had done X, and then in the future, a situation that's similar, do that, yeah. But other than that, I was in real time thinking, oh, man, I fucking wish I hadn't said a fucking thing, because I'm incapable of explaining the fucking thing I wanted to explain. It is what it is at that point. So she went, and it's funny, too, because this is how guys they get mad, they walk off. This bitch, she goes, Wah! and then <laughs> goes into her room and talks to the manager. And this happened not only once, but twice. Previously, in that same fucking day. And I, I know what she's, I know, I, hey, game recognizes game. She's pretty smart, I get it. I know of all the things I've said, you know, like may have drawn a different conclusion, but fuck you. I am in the now, you know, as of 121.28.0, just now, see, there you go. I'm just, I'm watching my recording in real time so I could tell and mark the time in which I say it. That's what I was doing just now. Anyways, for this joke, anyway, that was stupid. Anywho, so there's this lady who fucked up and put a dude on the schedule, a nurse visit. This guy... He, he creates a nurse visit, uh, a clinical, if you want to say it that way, because he got an alert. So in Michigan, they got this thing called MyChart. And MyChart, I don't know, does weird things. Now, uh, a person who doesn't want to think about it too much will just say, yeah, it was a new update, and that's just the way it is. You know, it, it told you to make an appointment for an EKG, and this is it, it was a mistake, right? You could say that, or there's probably something in his chart that wasn't taken off, and that's why he came in. But regardless, this dude made an appointment for something he didn't need to do. And uh, the person checking him in didn't want to investigate. And I, I guess you get the you, you get what you pay for, right? Because the front office gets the phone call, dude says he wants to make an appointment for an EKG. They say, uh, why? Because that's how they're trained, really. Why? He says because he used to take a medication, and that's why they made the appointment. This fucking lady writes down on a little sticky why. I don't know why she wrote it down on a sticky, honestly. She doesn't really need to do that. But she made an appointment for this fucking guy. She didn't want to do the research or anything like that. But you get what you pay for, right? I mean, 
You got you paid a person to clap their fucking hands, and you expect them to also snap. You know, they're just gonna clap their hands. Just the way it is. The real problem is we didn't teach her to. I don't know. Ask us why or something. I'll have the nurse call you back. Shit like that. That could. There's a lot of ways you could have cracked this nut. But the way it is, this fucking lady didn't research, puts this guy in EKG. We go to look why we did an EKG, and we spend like 10, 15 minutes trying to figure out why the fuck this guy has a nurse visit, because he's obviously not taking the med. We can tell that he's not taking the med that forces him to do the EKG. Mind you, we don't know the answers. The guy really just got an alert for something he didn't need to do, because he's on. he was on a med that told him to take an EKG every six months. So it alerted him to take an EKG. Gee, he thinks, oh, yeah, because he doesn't know. And by the way, I love this guy, by the way. He's the perfect patient. You know, not many patients exist in this way. But I'll, and I'll explain that in just a second. He, he sees it. Hey, he has to make an appointment. He makes an appointment. Tells him why. It says because I take this med. He knows that he doesn't take the med or he forgot he took this med. Whatever. He doesn't need to take this med because for whatever reason in my chart, there's an alert. I don't know. Even though in his fucking... Thing. It doesn't tell, it doesn't say that he was taking that med. It actually just it says when he last took it, but that was like two years ago. Anyway, so she schedules the appointment without doing any follow up because she's a machine. And that's the way it is. Uh, she could have asked. Uh, she just put because he's taking the med. Got it. I could see. I could see why she made that mistake. Go to my trainer. My trainer sees. Oh yeah, this guy made an EKG. We're trying to figure out what what the fuck he did that. She focuses in on. Um, what the front office fucking up, right? But I, I, I do think that it could have been solved a different way. But she focused in on this. I, I've done this too. I always, I blame front office for mistakes that they made. But there's a reason why they made a mistake. And if you just, if you just took a step to figure out why, like all things, if you just took a step, why the mistake was made, you'd have understanding, and then you can have forgiveness or training or create something new. Rather than having strife between you and front office, you and somebody else, right? And it, I, this is a critical error on this lady. Is and, and this is just a uh, an observer side. I could be wrong, but I, from my point of view, I think, man, dude, if she just took some time, and she's very fucking busy. I get it. I, I've been there. Game recognizes game, you know. But uh, it's easier just to say this person's stupid. I've been there. I still do it to this day, even though I know I should do better. She goes, oh, this fucking front office. Always with this fucking front office. Stupid person. You know, she doesn't say that, but let's just say she said something to accumulate that, right? She tells the the um, the boss this shit, right? And uh, the boss, you can tell from her face, I like her, by the way. I like my boss. She's cool. Even if I got fired, I still like her. I'd be pissed, you know, or whatever. You know, why the fuck you fire me or whatever? But I, I get what she was doing. And how she became the boss. That's an, you know, some people become in charge of shit because of luck, you know. And I still think to this day it's about who you know, and it is a little bit of luck. But let's just say this: someone that smart and that well, capable of navigating the waters of bitches or people, you know, God, she deserves to be the boss. I'll tell you why, because you could tell in her face and her facial expressions and everything that she was like yeah you know and she without saying it was like yeah you know we'll try to figure something out you know she's basically saying hey 
There's nothing that can be done right now about this. It is what it is. Go and talk to him. So she tries to change the subject like, oh, that patient's going to be all right. He's cool. He's a good guy. I like him. And she'll say something like, uh, yeah, but, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking what a dum-dum, right? You know, yeah, am I right? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. She just keeps trying to move around it, trying to get the person who's bitching, my trainer, she was like, yeah, she keeps fucking up and da da da. She's just getting out there, and she's like so focused in on this. I've been there, by the way. This is OCD right here. She was pointing at. She's trying to prove how this lady is wrong, right? In in, in the way that she made the mistake. But in reality, I think that's just the a, a training, a not a like you need someone who kind of understands the scope of a thing and use a person a certain way. I just I just think that maybe if you talk to the lady, maybe or created a system without even talking to her. Hey, for now on, if you make an appointment, a nurse visit, contact the MA or some bullshit like that. A lot of things other than blaming the actual person who made the mistake, you know, because if you think about it, really, she did what she was supposed to. Guy said he had to make an appointment. She made an appointment and that was the end of it. The only problem she fucked up was she couldn't own up to her mistake. She had to say something like he said this. She made a bunch of lies, covered her tracks. So you could tell. And, it's funny, too, because the, the trainer's like, you know, I understand, you know, she makes a mistake, but it's the fact that she tried to hide it and things like that. And she was right. That's what happened. The the man, the boss at the time, seeing all this, how it's going, understands that her, one of her good A-plus, and I agree, she's good. She's a good worker. My trainer is good, you know? I, it's pissed me off, but I'll tell you what, she's got talent, you know? Just, um... I don't know, some people have talent and never really grow. And, you know, it would be nice if she grew, but who knows? You know, she could just have talent. Sometimes you're just so good at something that you just grow without actually, without growing, you know? You're like, you're so good at being able to kick, you don't know how to punch. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Anyways, she, in the end, she was bitching about that. Couldn't figure out how to, you know, navigate those waters. The manager kind of kind of got out of there. I was trying to help him along, too. I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, there's not much we can do right now. We have to talk to the guy because he's here. <laughs> you know, she's still bitching about how he, how this, la this lady fucked up, but it is what it is. I get it. And that, that was my manager, how she navigated that water. Kind of just like, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. I'll talk to him. After you talk to him, of course. Because now you have to talk to him. He made an... There's an error in his chart or something that told him to come in. He didn't have to come in. And we have to explain to him what happened or ask him how, why the fuck he's here. You know, I have to ask him, you know, hey, yeah, you know, fucking... You came here because why? I have to pretty much do a thing I don't know. Because he came in there uh, because it was a mistake in the app. And I have to fucking figure out, like, what the fuck? You know, like, uh, like why he's here. I don't know the answers. I just know he's here for an EKG. The fucking lady who scheduled him doesn't know. Nobody knows at this point. But through talking to him and navigating those waters, meaning... We're just asking questions, looking at this, that, and whatever. We figure out, yeah, got it. You know, it was a mistake with the with the um, the app. But in reality, it probably wasn't the app. I have to say the app does what it does, just like people. It was probably something to do with um, 
something that wasn't taken off his chart. And that does happen. And, like, it's not, like, life-threatening that he comes in, right? Honestly, he comes in for no fucking reason for an EKG and a blood pressure. The only if the only thing that could go wrong is we found something. If not, we didn't find anything. The biggest thing, if anything, is maybe it cost him some money. But in reality, most people at that age, at the heart clinic, they're not. It doesn't cost them money to do EKG. And if it fucking did, oh well, I think he'd be all right. And if it broke him, I mean, something else is wrong with our system. Whatever. So, anyways, more information's good, you know. So we had to figure it out, and you know, she got all pissed off about that shit. And then, um, you know, that all accumulates to the end of the fucking day, and then, you know, that shit happens. And um, you know, she went and. When? Okay, so she okay, she had that interaction. This is where I this is where I got. Uh, this is where I'm at right here. So she talks to the boss at one time interaction, bitches and moans. The other person, the manager, from my point of view, I think yeah, she gets it, but she needs to let this balloon, this hot air balloon, fizzle out. You know, if you understand that metaphor or simile, whatever the fuck I'm too drunk to understand. So um, now you get to me, I ask a fucking question, and then she just fuck flips the fuck out. We're going, it's not like out of a vacuum, it's like, how the fuck are you not getting this? But it's just her inability to teach, from my point of view. I think uh, she's just young, doesn't know how to teach, you know. She's real quick to judge and things like that, but I was like that too. So I get it. Game recognizes game. I, I say that a lot, but I, I get it. It's not my first rodeo for an intelligent fucking female to like... Just get fed up with answering and shit. I, I've noticed this is in my life, you know, especially because I'm doing this as a, a like a like a medical assistant, mostly uh, predominantly, you know, controlled by women because mostly women go into this job. Like the only reason I'm in this job is because like I needed a steady paying job and I wanted to be an X-ray tech and I fell into this fucking thing. That that's another episode. If you want to fucking ask and talk about it, we can do that. But right now, this is the ABCs of that. Well, here I am in this job with a bunch of women, and there's some guys that take this job too. But for the most part, only women take charge of this one position. This is it is what it is, and hopefully, it's an intelligent one. And that does happen. So she's intelligent, no patience. Boom. Do this, nothing else. And that's where we're at. That's where we're fucking at, right? She just wants to... And you know what? I, I should have... I, I fucking knew in the beginning to do that, right? Whatever she says, just do it. Because, although I could be wrong, nine times out of ten, there's an ego when there's a woman in charge in this respect. And to... Unless she did some kind of fucking look within kind of journey or something, smoked a bunch of pot, did a bunch of mushrooms looked at herself, you know, understand who she is, that shit's not gonna happen, you know, she is who she is, and that's the way it is, hopefully she comes to Jesus moment, not meaning Jesus himself, but like, you know, figures out, you know, who you are as a person on the inside, but, I mean, for the most part, that never really happens, so, here I am, this young chick, in charge, telling me what to do, I should fucking know to just do whatever the fuck she says, as long as I'm not killing anybody, just do whatever the fuck she says, right, I know nothing's going to go wrong, but I thought we were cool. I asked the question. She got pissed, cried her ass in a fucking room, and that's what pissed me off, that she was that weak. Once again, that's another thing, you know, like, I always find that in a situation when you're in confrontation, crying is a fucking stupid thing to do. It bothers me, because you accomplish nothing by crying. But, but don't you? I mean, because you're crying, 
I feel this. If that, it, I don't know. <laughs> like, if that was your goal to piss me off, I mean, that did happen. I don't know. But she goes and runs in the off and into another room with the manager and probably bitched and moaned about it. You know, I mean, I could be wrong. It could be uh, she could be talking about her shoes. But I mean, we had this interaction. She runs, talks to the manager, gets into a room, and stays there for thirty fucking minutes. I'm pretty sure I know what that's about. You know, that can't be iceberg. Let's talk about my husband. I mean, I'm pretty confident that I'm the one who caused that. Whatever. And like how I took it was this. I took it eternally. I was like, fuck this bitch. Then I went to, it's my fault. I'm such a piece of shit. And then I was like, uh, podcast time. <laughs> By the way, it took me like a couple hours to figure out how to make this podcast with this microphone without the sound of the fan in the background, but fucking pointless. I should have just started recording and got to hear. But I wouldn't be who I am without fucking nitpicking things, right? You mean what do you mean nitpicking? Well I mean fuck, I mean I'm recording, I'm seeing the peaks and flows, meaning the up and down of the volume and I don't like it. I want it to be nice, even without the sound of the fan. Now Granted, I don't get a hundred percent get that fucking fan out of the way, but I'm pretty much gonna get the whole thing out. Hey, all right. Well, that's my ten cents. That's who I am. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna fucking post this shit on Facebook so any fucking person can hear it, and uh, it'll be on Spotify. It'll be on iTunes or whatever they call it now. What's the other one that I got going on? SoundCloud. There's that. I'm gonna post this shit. Yeah, so you can know who I am as a person. And I will create more podcasts in the future. In fact, anytime I have a session like this, it's so stupid too, right? I got this new job. I'm fucking awesome. I got all this time off. It's pretty fucking easy. God, dude, that's another thing. Dude, okay, so like as an urgent care dude, you had to like, and especially in the place I was in, you had to like check a patient in, get their weight, get their blood pressure, get their temperature, no matter what, heart thing or whatever, you get a temperature, you gotta do all this shit, uh, maybe do a test or two, say they got a sore throat, you gotta do strep, you gotta do this, that, what have you, a bunch of shit, x-ray if you need to, that kind of thing, all while saying per this person, or hopefully you're saying a doctor told you to do it, or, um, I don't know what to say, saying, um, because, you know, we, don't, we only do things because the doctor said, or whatever, fuck, so, per standing order, whatever, right? A lot of shit, right? So, like, and you're supposed to get this done feasibly four patients per hour, but realistically, urgent care is like eight. You know, so you're moving as fast as you can, you know? Check the patient in, check another patient in. As you come out, the doc's like, hey, oh, yeah, x-ray room one, you know, the guy you just checked in. You know? Or not the guy you just checked in, but the first guy you checked in. You get that, and by the time you're done with that, you have either a chance to check in another patient or do room two, you know, or whatever fucking thing you have to do there. And a lot of this shit, you're trying to get ready before that. So say, hey, sort of throw, get the strep going before the doctor even says that. So as you're checking in two or three other patients, shit's already done. So he doesn't even tell you what to do. As long as you chart it at the very end, you're good. So you say, yeah, yeah, per this, per that. Per the doc, you don't do strep, whatever. Doesn't matter as long as you do it. Sometimes it's built into the computer program of EHR, electronic, EMR, electronic medical records, where 
if you uh, do something, you just say it's under this guy. And it writes per this guy. That's why he did it. Or under that. Or somewhere in it, it says the doc wanted you to do this, right? Even if they didn't say it. But it's like, in a, you know, behind, behind the curtain, that's what we do. Anyways, so you got all that shit, right? You got to draw some blood real quick, do an, do an x-ray, do an EKG based on this amount of data. A lot of bullshit, right? And then at the end of it, you know, you got to chart it right. And then uh, hopefully, you know, you get bitched at. 60 patients later, you did this a bunch of times. Whatever. Easy day. Three years later, you get canned by the fucking office. That sucks dick, you know? Sucks, man. Sucks getting canned, doing all this shit, you know. You feel like a genius. X-raying a person right, drawing a person's blood right. Because if you fuck that up, you know, some bad shit could go down. They could have an abortion right then and there. You know, you, you X-rayed somebody without putting a lead apron on. and They are kind of pregnant. And the radiation hits and agitates the fucking cell. Whatever. The, the water inside the cell membrane. Anyways, spontaneous abortion. X-ray. For life. Uh, or, or you draw blood and you hit the wrong thing and you fuck their arm up because you're fishing for the vein and it turns purple. Whatever, right? Or you shoot solomedrol into somebody, but you fucked up and just shot air into a vein. Not a little bit, but uh, 125 milligrams of air, which is 2 ml of air. <laughs> nah, I'm not saying that you do that, but I'm saying that's a thing, right? You do all these little things here and there. You consider yourself a fucking genius, right? But then in reality, you're not because as soon as you walk back home, you're a fucking idiot, motherfucker. You're stupid. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You don't know that cheese. You know, you didn't put a pan underneath the fucking oven to get the cheese. But man, just a second ago, you were doing x ray and you noticed that they're. Their OID, object to image distance, is like a little bit bigger than it should be. So use your fucking calipers to measure. Use this fucking equation. This is all to say, I mean, you do all this fucking shit. Doing your G, draws blood. No one dies. Everything's charged right for 99% of the time you're doing it right. And you do this day by day by day. 12-hour shifts. No break. Three years. You're still an idiot. <laughs> but it is what it is. So I got this job where literally all I do is grab up a patient, check their blood pressure, maybe do an EKG, ask a few questions, press a couple of buttons, and something that, um, and that's it, really. You don't have to draw blood, take an x-ray. Not much. Not much at all. Pretty easy. I can't believe we get paid to do that. However... I'm not trying to try to talk shit and say those are dumb or whatever. Or say some people are dumb. But man, I have to say, there is a lot of people that can't do the most simplest things from my point of view. And me being who I am, I mean, like, I like it. Let's say I'm 41. Let's say 20 years ago, I'm like, these fucking people are idiots. But now I'm trying to try to understand people and shit like that, right? No one's an idiot. They just don't know certain things. They don't know how to do a certain thing. This, that, what have you. They're not dumb. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand how taking a blood pressure, doing an EKG, and then calling it a day, how fucking hard that is. Yet, constantly, and I am only saying this because of, you know, observation. They're like, uh, do you need help? Do you need help? Do you need help? Either I have a dumb fucking face, or 
people have a lot of trouble doing things because I, what I what I've learned is to let someone do a thing and then do the thing. So basically, you're like, oh, let me. You're training first day of the job as a medical assistant. Like, what do you want to do? You want to check in the patient? You want me to walk you through it? Do this, this, that? I want. How about I watch you do it? So in reality, I could just do it, but don't ever do that. See, pro tip. Say, hey, let me watch how you do it. And you watch how they do it. Since you already know how to do the fucking job because you've been doing it for 13 years, it really is a, a thing in which do the job and add or subtract what to do. You know, don't draw their blood, obviously. So you see them check them in. You're like, oh, shit, I can do that because I've done 100 things plus that and more with this one interaction. So, and they, and they, they, they for whatever reason, make it look hard, you know? And I, I get that. I mean, Either it's hard for you or you lack whatever control in your life back in the day and had to create a situation where you have control. <laughs> That's how I see it. But whatever. I'm constantly like, are you sure you know how to do this? You know you're good. I'm like, quite literally, grab a person, say their name, Bob, get him in the back. Tell him what's going on. Hey, you're here to see the doc. I'm going to take your blood pressure <laughs> because it's all I have to do. Do an EKG. Call it a day. Chart it. You know, if anything, you fuck up the chart. If anything, that's it, really. Because, I mean, if you don't know how to do an EKG, I have a feeling that a lot of people that got there, they're pretty young. They didn't know how to do an EKG. When I first started out, I mean, I knew how to do an EKG, but I hadn't really done it in real time in that respect. Like, uh, it's kind of, you know, nerve-wracking, right? 13 years back, I was, like, kind of new to this, you know? And so, like, yeah, I, I can see the, the trepidations of that. But, like... Man, they really do make that doing an EKG pretty fucking hard, dude. Pro tip. Not pro tip. Pro pro thought. Uh, EKG. 12 lead, right? But you only put 10 things onto a person. Six on the torso, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you do more. And then two on the top limbs, two on the bottom limbs. There's, you know, ways around this, right? But that's it. Like the max amount of fucking things on that EKG putting it to a human being is ten. Ten little stickers, ten little probes. But they they call it a twelve lead EKG. No one ever questions why it's twelve lead. But you're all using ten. It's because you're getting twelve perspectives in the heart. And not even the heart, really. You're just seeing the electrical current through the heart, right? You're just seeing how the chambers go, and that's that. It forms this kind of fucking line that goes hopefully up and down, and the back end up and down, right? And then maybe a little squiggly line afterwards. You got your, got your P wave, that goes up and down, and then you got your QRS. That's the big line that goes up and down. And then you got your T wave at the very end. You know, it's alphabetical order, right? And then per these things, you just like measure them up and you're good to go. This is bullshit. You don't get it doesn't fucking matter if you know what that means. You don't need to know what a P wave is or a T wave or QRS. You don't need to see the inversion of one set of leads to another inversion. Doesn't matter. Let's get this. In the end, you're a medical assistant, put some fucking stickers in, doing the thing, and only the doctor and maybe God can review these fucking things and give you a diagnosis. A fit. Flutter, even if you see it, you know, and see it, you're like, oh yeah, it's obviously AFib. The machine read it wrong, or whatever the fuck. It doesn't fucking matter because it's up to the doctor. The doctor puts their fucking name on there, and that's it. 
anyways, I'm going to end this podcast right now. Not the entirety of it, unless I die. But I will leave you with this. If you find yourself telling people what to do and not listening to them, and they're making mistakes from what you've what you see, you could be wrong. So it's better to fucking hit the chill pill, listen to what they're saying, and try to think how they could be right, even if they're wrong. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, eating shit's a good idea. And this goes both ways. If everyone's trying to listen to each other and understand each other, I think that, you know, a lot of problems could be avoided. But for whatever reason, us humans need to have lots of strife. I guess it's to replace the whole trying to dodge a fucking tiger for killing us or, you know, asteroids, whatever the fuck, when we were barbarians and shit. So, in the future, if you could just listen to the other person and start immediately. Like, be the better person today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, today. Be that better you now. And always, always, team, stay frosty.